gotta love a cat that's obsessed with you. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. Come here, baby. Oh, it's, he's getting all comfortable on my mouth. Bad. It's so cute. Like, let him lay there. No, I was gonna let him purr into the mic. Ah. Uh, oh, oh, and he's licking his balls. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Friends, this is such a good friend podcast. I am your host, Michael, and I am joined here with my lovely, beautiful, gorgeous, spontaneous, wild. <laughs> Stop hyping me up. <laughs> Marie, my co host. Hey. So Trina's out today. She had a family emergency. Um, so we're wishing her well and speedy, I'm supposed to say speedy recovery, but she's not sick. Um, yeah, and Trina did not have COVID. Um, I remember the last time. Was it the last time that Trina was out? Last episode yeah. or the episode before that? It was the episode before. Okay. I'm like losing track of time, everything. Like ever since I moved to Austin, like time is just not a thing anymore. But um, yeah. Was Tom Trina... ever really your thing though? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But it's like even more confusing because I know it's just an hour. Like Austin is an hour. Um hour behind North Carolina but like it makes a difference oh okay let me guess which one that is that is booger that is yay yay Amory's a cat just (laughs) just walked into the camera and it's booger she has two booger and jerry and I suck at guessing which is which they look alike they do look a lot alike it makes me happy when I get like a guessing game right. <laughs> and also my kitty is on my desk, just like looking around, ready to like unplug something. So if my mic gets cut off, it's because of this cat, because he looks like he's ready to plug something out. Okay. Well, he's being good for now. I just um, noticed something. Our glasses are the same shape, like frame shape. Don't you love these? Don't they like... They just make your face. Yes. Like we have the round kind of ovally face. So it always goes good with it. Makes it look sexy. I always felt like I kind of look better with glasses. I've never felt that in my life. That's because I grew up as a child, as a child with glasses. That is true. And we met you when you had glasses. Oh. Traumatized. That is so funny. But today we have um, my friend on. She's going to be a guest. Her name is Heather. And I love her so dearly. Ever since I met her, I loved her. We used to work together back at the company that I'm still not going to say the name of um, because they suck. But yeah, that's where we met. And we have mutual friends. And we just had so much fun. And we had so many adventures ever since meeting each other. And we both like explored our like freak sides 
not to not with each other, but like you know, hey, she's a freak. She's a freak, and I'm a I'm a sometimes freak. She's more of a freak than me. But yeah, she's a good time. I love Heather. I'm excited. This is our first guest since starting the podcast on Zoom. Since we've been doing podcasts on Zoom, like this is our first guest. Yeah. This is nuts. I wonder how it's gonna go. Like I'm I know, a, I'm nervous. <laughs> I've been really nervous on how this is gonna go, like because you know, I wonder if I can just like send the link and then hers will just join into it or like I don't know how this is gonna go, but my cat is walking on the keyboard and I really don't want it cut it out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited for that. How has your week been? Today's Thursday, so how's your week been so far? It's been pretty good. Tuesday, I think I had a sinus, I'm starting to get a sinus infection. That's kind of why I sound a little funny today. I hear you. I feel like everybody's been lately going through like sinus, like nose issues, a lot of congestion. Like I feel like mm. everyone, I feel like including me. I think it's just a change, change of the seasons. Yeah, that's usually what happens to me, like the season change, and I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. But it's scary now, like ever since the whole COVID thing. Oh started, my gosh. Now it's like extremely scary. Like you you cough weird and you're like, oh my God, I think I have it. You can't cough like that in public. <laughs> you can't cough, period, in public. Right. So my week, is, uh, my week has just been like very chill. I started drinking coffee again. Again. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I just started drinking coffee again. I, I took a break from coffee. I didn't drink coffee for, I don't know, seven months, I believe, six, six months. Yeah. And I just started this week. Um, I got a Keurig. I bought it from someone for only $10. Nice. I love a Keurig. Yeah. So now I drink coffee in the mornings and it really, like... It's so crazy. Like it's drinking coffee after not drinking coffee for such a long time, just like brightens your horizons. It's like it a hits whole, different. Yes, it's it, it's honestly like a drug. Now yeah. I see why people say like coffee is crack because yeah. like I have that new that new coffee crack feeling. Mm-hmm. you know it's like when you first start it. smoking weed it's like a different experience and then like after smoking weed for over a year you're like oh I wish I could still get as high as I used to yep <laughs> and then and you know and it's just like drinking like you know whenever I first started drinking I'm like being drunk was like a different experience and th- that it is now I can still get pretty trashed but it's not that same feeling that I had when I was I was 21 or 19. That's <laughs> like, legal. <laughs> like getting drunk, like it was a whole different feeling. Like it, it does not feel the same. And like, you know, you get tired quicker now when you mm-hmm. drink. You're like exhausted. Like you just, your hangovers are way worse. Oh my God, no lie. No. No. I used to never get hangovers whenever I was like nope, underage nope. drinking, never catch a hangover. Right. I can literally drink that whole night, get like two hours of sleep, wake yep. up, ready to go to work. 
at like nine o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Now I have to have like a whole, I have to plan it out. Right. <laughs> I cannot work for the next two days because that first day after drinking, that is literally my recovery day. Exactly. And you get like hella anxiety. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm now a new coffee drinker and oh my God, it is, it's a, it's a good feeling. Like I, I really feel like I can take on the world now. That's good. You're not but, getting anxiety from it. Um, sometimes I get a little bit too jittery and then I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes I do have like a little freak out. I'm like, oh my God, I get like a little bit too worried about something. I'm like, oh. I got this email like an hour ago and I'm just now seeing it. And usually that's like everyone ex- like response, but like it's even more like deeper response. I'm like, <laughs> see, I'm like that all the time, like nervous energy. That's all I'm running off of. Yeah, but it's, it's good to be back. It's good to be back on the Keurig game and the Starbucks game. It started with Starbucks. Starbucks was my introduction back to coffee so Did you get the outside. pumpkin cream cold brew so the starbucks up the street from my house um no no they never have anything and i was just like i want but i did get a pumpkin loaf mm. it is have you had their pumpkin loaf yes it's so fucking good i love um, anything pumpkin it is Absolutely delicious. I got that, but I did not have pumpkin spice, which I was really disappointed. And so I got a, I don't remember what it's called. I just like blurted out something because I was like aggravated. So I was like, just give me this. (laughs) I got the pumpkin loaf. So I guess I kind of had like pumpkin spice because I- um, Eating it while drinking the coffee. Yep, put it in my mouth and was like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let the coffee get it soft yes. I was like, oh, pumpkin spice. which i'm meaning to get pumpkin spice um what is it called creamer creamer mm. creamers are so good creamers can really make a coffee it could be like mm. a shitty coffee and you put a good creamer in it and it just makes the coffee like even if it's like a shitty tasting coffee like the creamer could really Folgers. <laughs> Folgers, every time I drink Folgers, I just feel like an old, like I feel like I'm like in my 70s and I'm just like, it's like probably six o'clock in the morning and I'm just staring out my window with my cup of coffee, like my coffee mug, looking out in my yard and there's like nothing going on in the yard. You're just sit, just standing there looking. At it. <laughs> literally how grandparents are. Yes, yes. That's what it literally reminds me of. Um. My sister's grandma, she would like, she'd get up like super early in the morning. Oh my God. Coffee mug. And like every morning she'd just be like, just stand there like that. There's a window in the kitchen and she would just like, stand there, just look out in the backyard. There's nothing mm-hmm. going on. And she'd just stay there looking. That's what my mama would do. <laughs> and I was like, and she would drink Folgers. And I was like, well, what the fuck is she looking at? Like. This is like a morning routine. I'm like, she just be like the birds, right? I'm like, oh, the squirrels, the birds. Yeah, but I can't wait to get to that point where 
just staring at birds, the same birds and squirrels in your backyard is like, makes you feel calm and complete for the morning. Just having yeah. a cup of coffee and staring at, you know what I'm saying? No phones, no looking at cell phones or anything, just a cup of coffee and staring at the wet morning grass and the squirrels running across it and the birds chirping. Damn. Right. That sounds, that sounds very, pretty peaceful. Right? I, could, I almost fell asleep just saying that. <laughs> I was just so imagining it in my head, like, just... Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for that. Um, so I am next weekend. I did get invited. Okay, so Sunday, fun day um, that I just had, Sunday. Um, homegirl, her name is Jessica. She's going to be a guest next Thursday. But she invited me to her house show. So she has like a band and they sometimes have house shows. Like she has like a stage, a wooden stage built in her backyard. And she has house shows and people come and they like watch the band and there's like fire breathers. I think that's what it's called. And like hula hoop girls, like rave hula hoop nice this is gonna be my first time going to that and i guess like a couple different bands playing in a dj so i'm excited i'm excited for you that sounds hella fun i know i wish you were here to come with me gosh i would love that emory i would too i know you would have so much fun you and jason would have a lot of fun doing that I oh, know, I'm so excited. I need to book that flight here soon. Oh, yeah. Okay, so my friend Damien said, because I've never flown. Oh, so people, friends, I've never flown. I've never been on an airplane. Have you been on an airplane, Amory? Once. How was Twice. it? Twice. It's, it's really nothing. Excuse me, cat. Oh, well, you you love roller coasters, so. I do. Oh, my gosh. I love okay, don't, it. No, don't tell me. Okay, I've had it's not the same. It's nothing like that. Exactly. Okay, so people people say that to me like it's not the same. It's nothing like that. But I had this one older lady one day years ago, probably like three years ago, and we were just like chilling. It was my friend's neighbor, and we were just like chilling everything. And she was like talking about like being on an airplane, flying from here to there. She had like a home in New York one in North Carolina and she was like oh like I hate roller coasters and I was like oh my god I hate roller coasters too and she's like have you ever been on a plane I was like no she's like it's just like that 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 feeling that you get it's just like the roller coaster and I started (laughs) internally freaking out and I'm like really nervous to get on the plane to come back home she told you a fib (laughs) it's just like that and I was like (gasps) I was like, oh my God, it, it makes me so nervous because, you know, I'm coming back home um, at the beginning of December. Yes, yeah, around your birthday. My birthday. Birthday. And I have so much plans, y'all. I'm so excited to come and visit because I, I have a plan, um, which I'm super excited about. I guess I'll make the announcement now. And I, it's an announcement to y'all that's listening and to Amory. So whenever I come home, one of the things that I want to do for my birthday, my birthday is on a Wednesday this year. I'm wanting to go back to our old stomping grounds, rent out the podcast studio, and we record a, a podcast for 
my birthday. <laughs> I'm wanting to do like a two hour long podcast that day. Oh, so special edition. Be, yeah, I'm gonna need you to be off for my birthday. I forgot the people that I want to invite. I want them to be completely off for my birthday. And um, if you can make that happen. And of course. Awesome. So yeah, I want everyone that I'm gonna invite to be off for my birthday. And I want us to go get brunch at Famous Toastery. I want us to like all catch up and just love each other. And, yes. And make a cake <laughs> with rainbows and happiness and we'd all eat it. And just be happy. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely want to do that. I want to do like a really good brunch. I don't know if I want to actually do a brunch at someone's house or Famous Toastery. I know Famous Toastery is just my favorite brunch place. It's so good. It's literally... Right. It's just the perfect place. Right. So either one, like, I don't know. And then I'm wanting us to go, you know, go up to our old podcast studio in Charlotte and record like a two hour long podcast. Like, I want all of us to get super tipsy. I want all of us to be like drinking mimosas. Like, it'll be like right after brunch. So we'll already be on that tipsy train. And, oh shit, Heather's coming in. And I want us to all yeah do the podcast and then after that um I'm actually wanting to rent out a theater and play Mean Girls imagine that just can you do that yes so the one in Mooresville you can rent out the movie theater okay I'm gonna have to look into that please that would be so nice like running out the movie theater and then all of us going to watch like Mean Girls because I've never I didn't I don't I don't even think we were old enough to see Mean Girls in theaters when it came out I was in the fourth grade no I don't think mom mom would have took me to see that I know so imagine seeing wait Heather Heather are you on is Heather on doesn't that sound like the like funnest thing yeah it does. Sorry. That kind of like distracted me from everything that I was saying. <laughs> what? Oh, just the joining and everything. I didn't see like. She said this is not working for some reason. Oh, man. I can see you both, but can't hear you. She can see us. Hey. Hey. Is that she can't hear us, so she can see us. Okay, guys. So we are back and we are joined by my really good friend, Heather. Hi. I love you, Heather. I'm so glad that you're on. Heather was one of the first people or probably the first person that I told that I wanted to do a podcast. Yes. Yes, we were working together and I don't even know how this came up. I think I was... I was talking about how you had a radio voice. Really? A face for radio? Ah, Me. (laughs) Yes, that is crazy. Wait, okay, so you brought up the idea? I feel like you were talking about podcasts, and I was like, the day before, I was like, you have a radio voice and stuff like that, and you were talking about podcasts. And then you really started, you said you were interested in doing it. And then you really started talking about it. Like gaining more confidence. Like, 
Yeah, you just randomly start like bringing it up, bringing it up, and then you just finally did it. Wow, so you're like the podcast godfather. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's been a long time coming, and I'm so glad to have you on. I'm excited that we were able to fit it all in all of our schedules and get it going, but we're all here. Um, Trina's not here because she has a family emergency, but we're still going to have fun. Oh, is that, okay, is that still Booger? Yeah. Say hey to Booger, Heather. Can you see Booger? (laughs) He's a big old kitty. I know, we're all cat peoples. Oh, definitely. I almost got another cat the other day and I was like, why didn't you? (laughs) Um, I was like, well, my current cat has been having some health issues, so I was like, no, he can't handle the stress of, like, a new family member, so. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, he, well, he has, like, an eye condition, which is, like, an upper respiratory condition, which is, Uh like, I'm not trying to put him on blast, but my cat has herpes. In case you didn't know, like 70% of the population has herpes, though. Like, even humans, like. I think he just has a shitty immune system. Like, you know, he doesn't have anything else wrong with him. He's just fat. And, (laughs) like, he's just fat and has herpes. So it's it's like. Oh, my God. That sounds like the worst life ever, like, being fat with herpes. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He's crying. Damn, He's double crying. homicide. <laughs> double homicide. <laughs> You're so <laughs> double homicide. Okay, well, prayers for your cat. I, we just like turned your whole cat tragic situation into like <laughs> a meme. Oh my God. And cat is not code for anything. Cat is an actual feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just clear that up. <laughs> Oh my god, code word for your cat. Oh my god. Yeah, we're talking about an actual feeling. (laughs) We're not talking about my hoochie. Oh my god. Your vagina fat with herpes. That is so (laughs) (laughs) that is gonna be my new like bio in my um my dating apps. My cat is fat with herpes. You gotta be careful which songs you pick out. (laughs) (laughs) Meow meow, I'll be trying to escape. Bear's like laying over there looking at me like, you know what? Cut the cameras, dead ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Look at all of us. We're cat people. Oh, Michael, I love your new kitty. Thank you. Um, so Heather, how did we meet? Um, at our mutual hell. Um, <laughs> our mutual hell. <laughs> our home. When we both die and go to hell and we're like spending time in purgatory, we're probably <laughs> both going to meet up in power home. In so power home. Oh my God. Power home is going to be a part of my hell. Why do I imagine my work is literally like my hell? Like that's where I'm going to be sent 
Really? I don't think I feel so. Like, I feel like you kind of like your job. I do, but sometimes I'm just like, shit, I just want to just want to quit. Just going to walk out. Hey, that's everybody, though. No, Power Home is a different experience. Like, it's one of those things that people, you know how, like, every season of, like, Bad Girls Club and after they're all, like, done pulling each other's hair and biting each other and losing fingers, like, at the end of the reunion, they're, like, it's so weird because they just get done fighting and they're, like, but I'm going to remember y'all all of y'all, because no one will ever understand the experience that we went through. All of us did. We have that bond. And it's like, that's how I feel about Power Home. <laughs> Once you stop working there, it's like, no yeah. one will understand. <laughs> like, you feel so liberated once you're gone. Yes. And it's like, you understand, like you, you, whenever someone says that they have worked at Power Home, you just kind of like, you look at them like respect you survived. <laughs> I honestly felt like I was becoming very greedy and I did not like the person I was becoming. Mm. Like, because we had, the whole place was just like such a horrible vibe and had such a horrible aura. And like, it was just infested with greedy people. That's me. Mm. I'm just, I just feel like I'm really glad we left. Yeah, um, yeah, greed and people were just too greedy and just like I can't think of the word right now, but just selfishness, I guess, like greed, selfish people, just yeah. cold hearted people, right? <laughs> like extreme two faced. It's such a mm. weird experience, honestly. It's, it's, I've never worked at a place that was like that. It, just... it takes a strong person to leave that too. Yeah. Well, it like, sounds like that place will suck you in. Yeah. Um, well. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to get deep into that. Like, ugh, I'm not even going to get deep into the whole situation, but yeah. yeah. I, I know exactly where your head's going. You know what I'm saying? I still have dreams. I still have dreams. I still have dreams. It's so crazy, Heather. Oh, that is supervisor. Yeah, like that. I, like I had a fucking horrible dream, and she was like trying to talk to me, and like, and I was like, "Fuck you!" I just like, I just had this like, <laughs> burst. I just like first I was like, "Okay, keep calm." And I was like, "Fuck you!" As soon as she talked to me. And I was like, whoa, you motherfucking ass, you fucking bitch. Like, Tourette's. <laughs> yeah. So I felt good yeah. after it. <laughs> I, like, woke up smiling. I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want to cuss right out now. their boss, you know? Um, um, always. Right? So that was a good experience. That dream was a good one. It wasn't a nightmare. Um, but, yeah, so, Heather, ever since that we stopped working at the same place, you have been on this journey of self-discovery and just looking into yourself, which I guess is self-discovery. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to change like your outlook on life and how you react to things. 
So can you tell us more about that? How did you get to that point? Like, what was that? I don't want to say rock bottom, but when was oh, that? No, point? it like, was like, I had a complete breakdown, like mental breakdown. Like I'm like, literally I've got mental illness. I'm mentally ill. I'm motherfucking ill. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's just how it is. Like I've got I think- depression. Have PTSD, like you know, it took me a long time to just not. I literally felt like I was in the bottom of a well, like wow, like I wasn't me, like I was like I was a puppet, like I just felt like I was constantly in the bottom of the well, and I was just barely living. Mm. So it's like I just. Yeah, I just realized that I don't want to live like that anymore. And I feel like also I had met like a twin flame situation. Oh, uh, what is yeah. that? A so twin flame. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead, girly. This is you. No, it, yeah. I mean, it's like the opposite of a soulmate. Like, you just someone's always the chaser and someone's always the runner and it's like a reflection of you almost mm-hmm. and like you're not you'll it'll be like a strong connection because you've known each other and like past lives and things like that but mm-hmm. the person's like supposed to come into your life to teach you a lesson and to help you find your higher self and then it's supposed to be vice versa. Like this person's supposed to come into your life. Like there's no way around it. And meeting that person, like we had a very strong, deep connection and he really pulled me out to get out of the abusive relationship, which really wasn't even a relationship. I wasn't with, you know, Josiah's dad for a really long time. We were just living together and meeting him, the other guy, um and like being with him and things like that just really helped me to get out of that house and then the heartbreak with him and the all that drama with him um made me find myself so like now I'm in this beautiful house and I'm happier than ever I'm super calm and I just really connected with my spirituality like completely like I've always had gifts where I've seen spirits and can hear them, talk to them, things like that. They, you know, approach me and I can feel people's feelings around me, which is why I try not to go out much because it's exhausting. Um, and I'm Michael, tell you this, like I'm a completely different person than I was like two years ago. <laughs> Am I not? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Like... Um... <laughs> That's yeah. so good. It takes it takes a lot like to leave certain situations too, especially when you're so used to going with the motions of everything of everyday life. Oh yeah, definitely. Like just trying to be a good mom and be in a miserable situation where I'm living in a house that's not my home. Like even though everything in the place is mine. I paid for everything. I built everything. That's not my home because I'm so miserable. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, oh, and this should make you feel good. And this makes me feel good telling you this. 
but you are our first guest um, since we started doing it on Zoom. So you are our first guest. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yes, Heather Monroe. But yeah, you are, and I'm so proud of you. You really are a completely different person than you were two years ago. And I want you to tell us how, what was your first, like, I guess, I don't want to say introduction to spirituality, because I'm pretty sure you've been kind of spiritual probably for a while. But like, since I was a kid, like, I've always known I've been different. And, um, I would really say that as a kid, but then growing up with like, I hate wording this like this, but having Christianity shoved down my throat, I really felt like that was a lot of time wasted where I could have been building myself up better to like, I could have, I could be a lot different right now and a lot higher up and a lot better. And my life could have turned out different because I would have, you know, learned how to handle my depression and things like that as well as having to deal with spirits and things like that and knowing that you know I can hear and see them and then you know have and then also having people like oh that's not true you're just crazy it's like you know whatever like (laughs) I mean I know I know what's true and I know you know it's fine if somebody you know has experienced that yet or doesn't believe what they've experienced you know what I mean okay so that's so interesting um so you've known since you were like little but you said that you could like see and hear stuff do you remember that first time that you had that experience where you saw or heard something um well my I don't remember this personally, but I'm assuming this would have been my first um, experience. I was a infant and I was really sick. And um, my mom was extremely worried about me because my temperature was like 105. Holy and, shit. Yeah. And I was like a baby. And she said I was just, she was holding me and she was like, um, I was burning up and I was just shivering and everything and she was just so worried and about to take me to the hospital and she said she was just like um started saying praying like please help my baby and like I opened my eyes and I was looking at something at the ceiling and like smiling and reaching out and um my eyes were following it and my fever just like instantly went away oh my god yeah And she said, I used to like, you know, look at stuff and things like that. And then I remember, you know, hearing and seeing stuff like um, my, um, my grandfather, he passed away when I was young, I would say like probably five, six years old. And after he passed away, we would still visit the house, obviously, but like I would hear him walking through the house and even his ex-wife would hear him like walking through the house like he would be walking through the house talking um they used to have a parrot um his name was buttons and he would mimic him all the time especially like yeah especially like you after you would hear like his footsteps walking around the parrot Mm -hmm. would start mimicking him oh my gosh that's crazy (laughs) wow 
So, um, so after your, your rock bottom situation, yeah. what was the first step that you took to with, um, like going deeper into spirituality? Like what was that first step that you took after you picked yourself up from the rock bottom? What was like the first thing that you did to be like, okay, I want to look deeper into this and I want to like really connect with myself and to see the world differently. So I, um, I kind of just was, you know, outside, like walking around, like figuring out what I wanted to do with my life. And I was like, I can't be this miserable. Like I started looking around and I was just like, I can't be this miserable all the time when there's like a whole earth out here. That's just so pretty. And I have two kids that I want to experience life with. So I kind of just went in my house and I started cleansing it, you know, with like sage and just um, cleansed the whole house, like took my time and made a blessings bag and put it over my front door and everything. And then just went upstairs and started researching more about, you know, my gifts and then, um, you know, mana started getting into manifesting and um, really just uh, meditating too. That's another one, which I have a hard time with because I cannot sit, sit still. Like, I'm constantly. That's, <laughs> that's how I am. My mind constantly just like, I just lose focus so easily. Well, yeah. Yeah. And if I've been around a lot of people and I've been like fe feeding off them, you know, basically, mm -hmm. I'm just like, I have a hard time like tuning down. Like, now with my new job and I work 12 hour shifts and I'm around a bunch of negative people, like, it takes me forever to go to sleep because I'm just so even though I'm tired like I'm drained like I'm just like oh like I don't even I, I just feel negative like them and I'm just trying to get rid of it mm -hmm. okay so so you sage the house first and then so what what are some things that you have learned recently that ever since learning it, that's something that you will probably do for like the rest of your life. Meditating, having crystals, um, writing down, like I feel like journaling is really big, just like, you know, mm. writing something down that you want to get rid of, like as far as um, like say, I want to stop saying such and such bad thing about myself, like, you know, something negative about yourself and just writing that on a paper a few times and then burning it like things like that. Just, you know, getting rid of negative energy. And, um, I like manifestations is yep. very important too. You gotta think it, you gotta believe it. You gotta say, it, you gotta put it out there for it in order for it to manifest too. Yeah. You can't think negative at all about it, or it's just not going to work. And then mm -hmm. you, have, you can't have any doubts either. It's more of like, oh, I already have this. It's coming type thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm just waiting on it. Thanks for bringing it to me. That's something I always say. Like, yeah, I know it's coming. Yeah. Yes. And I, I believe that you got me into manifesting. Yeah, we were, um, I think you had called me um, on a walk you were going on by yourself. Yeah. 
you were just yeah. you having a hard time like adjusting to not knowing anyone there and being alone and that's what we when we started talking about it because I was like well this is your first step like you're walking alone but you're on the phone and then maybe the next time you can text while you're on a walk alone and then the next time you can just periodically like check your phone while you're walking and like little baby steps on how to be alone and start to get to know yourself yes because um I have a problem like well I have a used to be problem it's not a problem no more but <laughs> uh, I had a problem where I just I did not want to do anything like alone like I love like watching TV alone. I can do that all day, every day. Like my favorite person to watch TV with is myself. Yeah. But and just like going out, like going for walks, you know, getting food and stuff. I'm like, oh, like going to Walmart and stuff. Like, oh, I want someone to like come with me. Like, but I've, you know, after me and Heather talked and everything, um, I walk almost every day on my lunch break because I work from home. Um, and I'll take a walk around like the neighborhood and I'll do it alone with no like issue I'll play some music and just chill so Heather definitely helped me with that and ever since we talked about that I've been doing my affirmations and manifestations nice yes I love you so much so Amory has had a game that she has had <laughs> she has had stored <laughs> for the past three weeks that we have not been able to play I don't know what game it is so it's going to be a surprise for me and you Heather but okay. Emery has a game and we're going to play it Emery if you want to describe the game and tell us what to do what I don't know what it okay. is but Emery used oh. to have pretty good games to play Okay, I figured we would do our best impressions of a pick-me girl. And if you don't know what a pick-me girl is, I'm about to tell you. A pick-me girl is just, she is one of the boys. She is, um, her coochie never stinks. Um, she is just not like other girls. Wait, and so is this sarcasm or does her pussy stink? she say her you know you you know I'm as a woman woman to woman we both know there are days where we're not the freshest down there it don't smell the best oh my god after a long day of work running around sweating after the gym it don't smell like a big old bed of roses down there yeah oh my god but this girl this girl she she it is the garden it is the garden it is. It never stinks. She never has discharge because that 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 would just oh something's oh wrong if you have that. Michael's gonna die. Oh my god. Oh. I'm just saying it's a pick me girl. It's the girl that you look at anytime that she like, talks and like is she like a bragger? Like a, a pick me girl like are, I'm going to do my impression real fast. Okay, let's, let's, let's hear <laughs> I am just, I could just could never put on makeup like all these other girls do. I am just, I'm low maintenance. I, you will never catch me in a full face of makeup this early in the morning. I have to sleep. I have to, there is just, I could never, it's all cakey. 
I don't know. Like, also like a girl that's just like, she's normal. Like she's a normal beauty and she knows she's pretty, but she might not know how actually pretty she is. No. Oh, she knows her shit? Yeah, I think a picky girl she, is kind of like. She's just like, she gets off on putting down other girls who do certain things. So or has. So basically, this is. Oh, a I thought you was like, it was somebody describing like a girl that's really cool, like a sarcastic thing. Because I don't think anybody's really talking like that. I don't hear nobody talking like that. I feel like, I feel like she's. I swear I work with a girl who is like that. You cannot sit there and it always has to go back to her and she could just, I don't know. Like, never mind. Maybe my game wasn't as good as I thought it was. I just seen a really interesting TikTok. I I blame the internet. (laughs) I feel like a pick me girl is like a girl that is talking to maybe like a guy or a group of guys and they're just yeah like, kind of like bragging like oh like this never happens to me or oh like I, oh, I never have a period I haven't had a period in three years so it's never bloody down there it's so gross periods are gross like one of those girls you is just like, you it's like we're in a diet video games yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. million <laughs> Okay, how about how about how about we still do your game? So how about we take turns, like one by one, just saying something that a pick me girl would say. We'll just go like back. And there forth. we go. I think that's kind of what I was trying to get at, but I just didn't. It wasn't coming out right. <laughs> okay, okay. You uh, do you want, you go first. It's your guy. You just say one thing, and then um, Heather will go, and then I'll go, and then I'll, I'll be back to you. I don't see how any girls could wear a pad that is just like sitting in a diaper. I can only wear tampons. I even I sleep in a tampon like I can never wear a pad. It's just so disgusting. Okay. I don't really have to wear a bra because my boobs are already perky, so I I can wear anything. That was a good one. <clears throat> I've always loved football. Like my dad, I used to watch football with my dad all of the time. Like we used to cheer so loud when like they would get their home runs. Like I love it. <laughs> um wow, you actually spent that much money on a pocketbook. This, I just, I don't even carry a pocketbook. That's why we have pockets, you know, to put the phone and money and your ID in behind. That's why I got the wallet case on my phone too. Like, why would you even spend, why would you even think that would be an okay amount? Like, I woke up like this. (laughs) I woke up like (laughs) that. Um, okay, let me think, let me think. Because I feel like I've been friends in the past with girls that were pick me girls. Um, oh. I'm thinking of one right now. <laughs> I, I, if you could see me right now, my face looks like I smell shit. <laughs> I hate that bitch. Um, oh, okay, here's one. I love Bud Light. Like, I could drink a whole case <laughs> to myself. Like, g- girls usually, like, they're, like, grossed out by beer. But, like, I prefer beer over, like, anything. Like, I could drink a whole case to myself. Mm. I, I don't know. Emery knows the girl. 
That was like Bud Light. Bud Light. Always drinking. Well, did she come over to the apartment? She has blonde hair. No, this was years ago. This was a mutual friend of us. But let's move on to the next. Okay, your turn. I gotta know now. <gasps> okay. Um that was like her flex to guys sometimes. Like I just love it. Like other girls, like they grossed out by beer but like i love beer like i'll drink a whole case like try to impress guys okay but I literally if, only like, drank like two beers and i was like i'm so drunk so yeah okay <laughs> sometimes i'm not even gonna lie huh i said that happens to me sometimes i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> wake up with a slight hangover I after two you, beers but, like, it's not like a flex you know what I'm saying yeah it's not because I mean beer is good beer is I I like beer I like beer too um uh you're literally wearing a dress to this restaurant like I just showed up in my sweatpants like it's really like not like I just don't see how you could spend all that time picking out an outfit and getting ready we're just here like having some food and some drinks your voice is like spot on just like someone that's trying to like call someone else it's like oh like you're doing too much like I'm just chilling when they're doing the absolute most by saying anything just let me be girl how do you type with those long fingernails I I couldn't even I couldn't even wipe my butt like do you even wipe like how how does it work <laughs> okay that was actually something that I've actually thought of before with someone we all <laughs> think it but we're not gonna say it okay I was gonna say I was like I've actually thought that before like people are like really long nails I'm like how do you wipe like, you just it, wrap the toilet paper around it really good. I imagine taking like a really big dump, like diarrhea. You have like really long nails, and you have like the toilet paper, and like you're wiping your nails, like tear through it. Get in the shower. Don't even wipe. Just get in the shower. Rinse the butthole off. You would get in the whole shower, like if your fingernail like poked through the toilet paper. I mean, if it was like, I know you've had those moments where you went to the bathroom and you just keep wiping and wiping and it still just more keeps on coming on the toilet paper. You're finally like, fuck it. We're getting in the shower. Right. Do you like spread your butt cheeks and let the water? Oh, out? yeah. Oh, <laughs> duh. every time I get in the shower. I'm sorry, but every time I, I get in the too. shower. I do that uh, every time. If you don't, that's kind of gross. If you don't spread your butt cheeks. <laughs> run the bar soap through there. <laughs> Ew, no. That's fucking <laughs> gross, Amory. I don't even use bar soaps. I have... I don't even use uh, bar soaps. Like, I have to use a liquid with a loofah. A bar soap. Like, it's kind of nasty. Um, do you put, like... I don't know. Is that a weird question? Do you, do you put, like, loofahs, like, in your butt? Not in it, but, like... <laughs> the thing that you wash your body with yes i wash my butt with it i wash like my butt but not like in my like, crack like with it 
like I rather use like a washcloth like to wash like and I don't know something about like using the, the loofah and like your whole body and then like I use the washcloth like, for my face <laughs> and then you're like in your crack like am I doing it wrong have I been washing myself wrong all these years I don't know I maybe people probably I guess maybe it's a preference it's a preference but I just okay the thought my thought process is you're washing your body with the loofah and then like not saying that you have a shitty crack all the time you know, oh my <laughs> gosh. Saying, like the thought of it is just like poopy particles and you're like oh. the poopy particles is like on the loofah and then wait so you don't power. sit there and pull your butt apart and like squirt the soap in your butthole and then let the shower water run through it yes and yes just- i do like the yeah yeah like the soap and everything and the water through it and everything but like just my thought is like the poopy particles because like even if it's like clean it's still the thought of like poop comes out of there and you're like putting your loofah there and then next time you take a shower and you're like washing your body I feel like I'm just like putting the poopy particles all over my body but what's the soap doing the soap I thought that's what the soap was supposed to do I don't know now I'm like I'm about to throw away all my loofahs now. No, don't. What you like? You like? Maybe I should. Maybe we should have like a designated loofah for it. (gasps) Yes, like a little. You know how they have the back scrubbing ones, the back scrubbers. I need to get one of those. By the way, designated like a little like butthole loofah, and then the or just you know a different colored one. You know, just don't use the purple one. Oh Wait, okay, so you've been in a relationship for a while, Amory. I mm-hmm. mean, it's like a sidetrack off the game, which I always do. But do you and your partner use the same loofah at all? No, we have different ones. Okay. Have you ever used his loofah? Yeah, because sometimes his loofah looks better than mine. Mine's almost to the point where it's about loofahed out. <laughs> it's got about like five more showers left in it. <laughs> She's glad to go in the trash. Wow. Okay. Have you ever used your partner's loofah, Heather? Uh, I've done a lot of fucked up shit. Like, <laughs> That's not even uh, fucked up. It happens to the best of us. Like, if you're in a rush to get the hell up out of there and, like, there's a washcloth in there and you're like, they've already been in my throat, like, every hole in my body. Why would I not use their fucking washcloth right now to get out of here <laughs> so, you know what i mean if you forget like, to grab I, your own i feel you yeah. i feel you um like heather is like probably one of the biggest freaks that i've met <laughs> i'm sorry michael no 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 it's, it's good i like to hear the stories i'm like living through you um do you share do you share do you care to share one of your freaky stories if like it doesn't have to be a super like whoa that's freaky just like something that's funny maybe something that's funny that's happened oh man um (laughs) i I guess it would be um (laughs) fucking my previous manager in the barn (gasps) work and uh, multiple places throughout um, the job. 
uh, while everybody's there, like all day, uh, <laughs> every day, <laughs> every fucking day, uh, <laughs> I brought a, pan- a, a a remote panty vibrator to work, and he would use it on me when our when the general manager would be having meetings with everybody. <laughs> He would be standing on the other side of the room with the remote using a vibrator on me. I'm here for it. I love it. I love that. Like, oh my God. I remember when you told me that I was like living through you. I'm like, oh God, what happened next? <laughs> I oh, love like, that. Um, I even like, <laughs> I, I had a leash and collar that I would let him walk me around the room with shit Ooh. like that. Yeah, we did that kind of stuff. Like, wow. I kind of like that. I like that. I like, you know, just like being like literally someone's bitch. Where <laughs> I had the full body fishnet outfit. That's what oh. I'll wear that full body fishnet open crotch outfit with the leash on wow okay so when y'all were doing this is it completely quiet in the room and you're just like on oh, your hands and you're just like walking or there was a paddle we had a paddle that he would spank me with and it would leave like a word on your ass like I had one that said slave or slut or <laughs> like or <laughs> bitch like you know all kinds of shit and he would be sticking me with it and I would have like bitch or whore across my ass for like three days. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just the word bitch on your ass. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny guys. But this game was fun and your stories always crack me up and I love them. Um, so before we go, something that we have not done in a while is the advice segment. And so with you two here, I'm gonna read out two anonymous advice that people have and, you know, y'all share, you know, your advice that you would give to them. Um, and for anybody else that want to participate in the advice segment, we have an email called goodfriendpodcast at gmail.com. I believe that's it. Yeah, goodfriendpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so here is the first one. Um, Okay, how do you correctly handle someone coming on to you that isn't being faithful to their lover? You like them, but you don't want to help them cheat on their lover. Um. I feel very attacked right now. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. You just if Who wants you're... to go first? <laughs> um, do you want me to go first? Go ahead. Fuck, I don't even know. But um how do you if you ain't into it, if you ain't into them and they're trying to like get with you and you only like like them as a person, just be like, look, I don't want you. <laughs> well, maybe they're asking, should they tell? The yeah, I mean, if 
Mm. Be like, just tell them. Be like, look, if you don't stop doing this, then I'm going to go tell your wife and or husband. Well, it says, it says, how do you correctly handle someone uh, coming on to you that isn't being faithful to their lover? And then the person says, you like them, but don't want to help them cheat on their lover. So the person is into the other person, but the other person feels bad because they're with somebody else. I don't know if they're married or not, or just boyfriend and girlfriend. Don't know the situation, doesn't go deep into it, but it, but the person said, well, okay, it's a he. Um, that's something I can It's a he and it's a woman that is coming on to him. But I don't know if she's married. I don't know hmm. if she's, she just has a boyfriend. I don't know how long they've been together, the boyfriend and her or husband and her, but that's what he says. So um, that's tricky because you're into them and you want it to happen, obviously, but you don't want to be that other person. But it, it kind of sounds like that the guy doesn't really care that, well, doesn't care that they are the other person. I feel like they care more about hurting the other person breaking up the relationship do you get what i'm saying does that make sense because i don't say anything about like oh but like i want to be the only one i feel like his main focus is like fuck but i'd be screwing up their relationship so how do you how do you tell them like hey honestly it's kind of like the answer is in the question. The question, yeah. It literally yeah. just explained itself. You have a guilty conscience, so don't feed into it, I guess. Don't feed stop, into it. Stop feeding into it. Like whenever they come off flirtatious, just they don't don't be flirtatious back if you're that concerned about it, you know. Yeah, or give that person an ultimatum, like, hey, you gotta shit or get off the pot. <laughs> So if we don't do this, <laughs> I would need you to like either like end that situation or just like let me know that it is over or or we can't. Like if you if you care so much about it, you know, then tell them like, hey, it's either me or that person because I'm really trying not to ruin y'all's thing because of the guilty conscience. So I would say, nobody, yeah, just pull them aside. Nobody. Huh? I said nobody wants to be a Jody. A Jody? A J- yeah. Who's Jody? <laughs> who's, who's Jody? Like a, the person, like the guy that um, basically like if a woman's husband's overseas, um, like a soldier, oh. uh, and she's with a new man like over here in America or wherever country everybody's in. Yeah, the other guy would be the Jody. Nobody wants to be a Jody. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's so, just not nice to yourself to be that way either. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would just pull that person aside and be like, give them an ultimatum. That's my advice. Has anybody got anything to add to it? Or do y'all feel the same? Yeah. I feel like yeah. just the question kind of answered itself. You feel bad, so just don't feed into it. I don't know. Yeah, okay. And so this one, um, the second one that we have, this one is pretty deep. 
just giving a warning to anyone that is sensitive, which I guess we're all sensitive to it, but like that cannot hear anything about SA, just sexual assault. So just uh, like a warning now. Yeah. Yeah, just to like listeners. Okay, so this guy says, I had a girlfriend that was sexually assaulted in the past and it was hard to help because I didn't know what to say. I couldn't find the words because I'd constantly think about the pain she must have went through. So he's asking how could he help and what would be the correct words to say to his girlfriend? I guess don't say nothing, honestly, just listen. Listen. Because there's like nothing you could say you can make the pain or anything better. It just you know that's but tricky. It's tough. It's it's tricky, but also when you think about it, it's like you you like really are like into someone, you really like love them. Obviously, you want to help them. And so when they're being like triggered by certain things and are avoiding different things, like you want to help them. So it, it goes like passive, just like listening. Cause you know, I feel like he's tried that approach to just listen, but I feel like now he's like, oh, what do I say? Do you get what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm not knowing what to say. So he's just like sitting there like, I don't know what to say. Like I, you know, he feels bad, but he doesn't know what to say. So I and he just like freezes up and doesn't say anything. So any advice on that? Ah, uh, shit. So she's basically what? Like repeat the scenario? What's wrong? So girlfriend's triggered. She gets triggered by certain things and he wants to know, what should I say? What are the correct things to say? Because he doesn't know what to say to make her feel better or to calm her down. I'm guessing he just like freezes up and doesn't really know like, oh, how do I like calm her down? Like, what should I say? So he doesn't say anything. So he's like needing help. Needing I, don't, to know. I don't really think he shouldn't say anything. I feel like he should... Uh just be reassuring and like yeah. try to, like whenever she's not in that episode try to figure out what makes her feel comfortable or what um will help her like through her um you know her trigger moment because I know that I, I it kind of makes me mad when like people know that I'm struggling and they just are like oh well you know I'm just gonna ignore this because I'm uncomfortable type thing not even try to help mm -hmm. um the advice that i would give is reassurance is something like big for me but just like letting me know like i will never do that to you you're safe with me making me feel safe yeah a big thing so maybe tell her like you know I got you. No one's ever going to do that to you ever again. If you actually feel that way, if you're like, just like a piece of shit, then <sighs> just don't say anything. But if 
you actually feel that way, like speak from your heart. If you know that you are not going to do that to her and what happened to her was horrible and that she is now safe with you, then tell her that it's kind of a situation where you just talk from the heart. I do want to add one thing to it. Also try to like identify like what like like her trigger moments like what specifically is about to trigger her into those moments to help avoid her reliving that okay that's what i was thinking or maybe even um helping invest in a um service animal yeah esa's yes 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 we love a good service animal I saw a service monkey at work the other day. Oh my God, it was so fucking cute. It's like literally like this big. It's like a little itty bitty baby monkey and it was in a backpack and oh my gosh, it was just so cute. Oh, service, service monkey? It was a service monkey. It was an emotional support animal. And in North Carolina, you can have a monkey and you can get it legally registered as an emotional support animal. And I was like, they got it in Tennessee. So I really yeah. want one now. <laughs> I want to make a trip to Tennessee to get one. <laughs> okay, so the last one that we have, and then we're going to go. Um, so this person, he works closing almost every day, probably like Ugh. five days a week. And he really hates that shift. And he recently was complaining about it to another coworker. And he gets a text message from his manager saying like, just randomly while he was at home on his day off saying like, hey, we will talk about like your schedule and everything and switching your hours and performance and everything. So he is finding out that his boss was actually listening in the cameras have mics listening in on his conversation with his co-worker and he was kind of talking shit i got a question hmm. i know people say that cameras have mics but i've never like worked for a company where the cameras have mics me and heather has <laughs> no way is that really a thing because yeah. they tell us they tell us at my work. They tell us this at my work that our cameras had. They can hear a corporate can hear everything we're saying. That's a lie because I would have been fired twenty million years ago for half the things I say. Not only the stuff that I do in front of the camera because I know they are not watching all times. So that is just in case like something happens at work. Heather, so wait, is it true? It's, uh, it depends on how much money your company has. They could, they could get some with the mics. Um, so in his case, it is true because <laughs> it happened to him. Yeah, but how would the manager know to listen in on that? Like, I feel like somebody's being shady. Oh, wait. So you're thinking that the employee went back and told the manager? Yeah, so that they could get, so it could be beneficial for them. Don't fight on that. So oh, what are you thinking, Heather? Yeah, I agree with her. Really? Okay, yeah. so if that is the case, how should he handle that situation whenever he does have that talk with the manager? 
I mean, oh, <laughs> that's a whole different story. I mean, you can't really lie about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they do, I mean, I don't know. I was. How would so embarrassing. Oh how many y'all two would like handle that situation? Heather, you go first. Uh, I feel like. Well, okay. How about we role play it? I'll be the manager. So you you walk into my office and you sit down. So, um, please please have a seat, please, Heather. Uh, okay. Um. So it's been brought to my, oh my God, I literally am like haunted by those words, Heather. <laughs> it's been brought to my attention. <laughs> You're going to vomit while doing this. Right. Put up all this white ball. Oh, I need to take a drink. Okay, hold on. Okay. So it's been brought to my attention um, that you're not happy with your hours in the days that you are working. Um, I, I'm a little disappointed because I tell you guys all the time, if you have any issues that you can come to me about it. And I was just checking the cameras and I overheard you telling Marissa that you were not happy with your hours in your days. Is this true? Uh, yeah. If you heard it, it's true. <laughs> um, okay, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> and sir, I twitch. <laughs> hey, you, you asked me to, I'm role playing myself, right? Yeah, you're playing yourself. You're playing yourself. Yeah, so that's that ass. Uh, <laughs> I've been caught. I'm not going to be a bitch about it and apologize. Might as well, like, yeah, I said it, and this is what I have a problem with. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Okay. Emery, your turn. Okay. Emery, can you come to my office? Can you come chat with me? Of course. Okay. Can you close the door and take a seat, please? Hi, so it's been brought to my attention. Um, well, the cameras brought it to my attention <laughs> that you have been going around work saying that you're not happy with your hours and days that you were working. Hold on, I'm gonna stop right here, manager. Um, the, it's Barbara. I, okay, Barbara. <laughs> I was discussing with my co-worker that I do not like closing every single day that I work and I do think that you know especially with certain duties should be shared equally and some people just don't feel that way and I feel like they should be reprimanded okay um I I get that Anne-Marie, I, I totally get it. I used to work closing every day and I hated it. So I feel your pain. I'm just confused on why you didn't have this conversation with me, but instead you're talking to the cooks about this. I mean, there's nothing you can really do. Excuse me. <laughs> oh. 
I mean, what are you really going to do? I mean, I mean, I'm the only person who can close and it's fine. But I feel like the managers on this shift should help, you know, manage the shift, Barbara. Barbara. Well, you know, I have my appointments, my my evening massages for my ankle, my swollen ankle. Okay, Barbara, but you could still help run food or set up food if you can't run it. I don't know. My managers are really good at like sitting there and like, oh yeah, no, totally. We will have this fixed by, you know, mm-hmm. your schedule will be totally, and we'll ha- we'll definitely we'll definitely have words with other employees. What do they do? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> promises, promises, Barbara. My schedule still looks the same. I'm still working with the same crappy people, and they're even more crappier now. Uh, moral of the story is um confess be like hey yeah i was talking to barbara but now you know how i feel now let's try to work on fixing it it's either they're gonna fix it or they're not they're gonna promise you that they're gonna fix it and they probably won't but probably won't. That's when you gotta get the fuck out right well i feel like we all say that we're like you gotta get the fuck out of that job and then we're all just like okay but i need to still like so <laughs> <laughs> I can't pass a drug test yet, so. (laughs) I heard that they're going to stop, like, drug testing for certain, like, for certain um, positions, like, Mm. because of how short-staffed everything's been. Oh, my God. Well, I feel like that's, that's all right, but, like, then you think of like people that are like cracked out, like serving you food, like being like super fucked up. Like, <laughs> um, first of all, those are the only people who work in the restaurant. Cause no, I'm just kidding. But no, they don't drug test in restaurants. That's like a student. No one would have a job there. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I believe everybody smokes. Yeah, everybody smokes weed where I work. Well, I'm not saying the people do cocaine. Everybody smokes, and you know, half the people are snorting cocaine in the bathroom. Yeah, okay, those two, yeah, but like the other stuff, I'm a little worried. (laughs) I'm a little worried about the well, some of them actually be like getting the job done though. Oh, yeah, there's this one guy. there's this one cook, uh, he just got hired here recently. Actually, it's been like a month, but I mean, he will literally like get food out like that. And I know he is on meth. He has to be. He's got them big old bug eyes and like. Oh my God. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to end it on that. That is a really fun. I think this is a really fun episode. I cannot wait to like post it and have everybody else hear it so it is it is a very good pleasure having you on heather you are such a good friend you've always have been i love you so much this was a good night um i know y'all are an hour ahead of me 
So I know y'all need to go to bed soon because y'all both have like work. But any last things that you want to say, Heather, or do you have anything that you want to like plug? Like, I don't know, any like social media that you want to plug if you don't, it's fine or anything coming up. Yeah, no, not that, but um, I just, I feel like um, we should do an episode where um, we do the truth or drink. Ooh. And um, I feel like me and you should get together off camera and come up with some ideas, you know? Yes. Oh, I love you so much, Heather. Love you too. It's so I've been staring at your name this whole time, and I'm like, that's how you spell Heather. You know, when you're like staring <laughs> at a name long enough, you're like, that's how you spell. Like, I know that's how you spell Heather, but now it just like looks weird. It's like looks like H eat her. Pretty much is. It looks like so weird. I'm like, that's not how you spell Heather. That's what it looks like. Heather. Always. I hate my fucking name. I like it. I think it's a cute name. You're a fucking bush. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a bush. Like, eh, I don't know my mom did me like that. What? What the hell I did to her? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, I love you. Until next time, you'll definitely come on again and again and again. I cannot wait. But this was a really good time, everybody. Until you need us again, goodbye. And remember that we are such a good friend. Bye. 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 Bye.